Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. I'm your host, Diana Bevaros, award-winning singer, songwriter, filmmaker, uh, as well as award-winning speaker. And I have been doing a lot of work on women's issues since 2009. Uh, Everything began with my book, Fire and Ice. And um, today, I'm going to cover missing and murdered and dangerous women which is a huge topic and i remember two years ago when i moved here to los angeles somebody in my uber handed me letters from these indigenous women which i took picture of and i posted on my facebook and everywhere so people can see the people behind it and the most disturbing thing was that there were government officials involved in this kind of a crime and it's really really disturbing that this is something that has been going on for quite a while people are not ready even to accept the fact that things like this happened and they don't want to get involved help do something about it and things come to the point where we have to start doing the work and we have to create movements and we have to do everything in our power to change that because this crime against women has been going on for a long, long time as well as women inequality and all of these things. So I hope the letters that I post on Facebook made a difference and grabbed the attention to the right people. And I hope these corrupted uh, monsters, I call them, I was able to bring them to justice. At the same time, I know I have created a lot of enemies and somehow I created enemies from the transgender community and I'm not racist and I'm not discriminating. And I don't know why is this triggering um, this community of transgenders and what they have to do with all of this. And I um, really don't have a clue. And honestly, I don't think that just because somebody has a problem with you, you have to stop working on that. And today I'm going to read an article from Immigration and Human Rights Law and um, Homeland Security actually sent me an email yesterday. I was wondering what kind of a topic I should cover today about the indigenous women and what is going on, which is absolutely disturbing. Most of the cases are not soft. Women are being killed. Uh, women are being used as uh, sex slaves, way to make money, of course, uh, trafficked. And we know it's like um, COVID-19 it's like a virus that we need to get rid of and uh, um, the time to do it is right now and I, it's always right now. And uh, turning blind eye and telling people, oh, 
Are you the one who are going to change that? Are you going to change the world? Or are you going, yes, I'm going to change the world, as well as a lot of people who feel like they still have love, they still have integrity, because people with integrity and self-love, they would never do such crime and never feed their children and their um, illness because this is um, psychological imbalance and something that inside it's inside these people probably they um, didn't want it to address because only six cycles would do stuff like this and it's really disturbing that we have people in the government and FBI and other places where they have some kind of a psychological problem and they are connected, CIA and all of these organizations to criminals. Sometimes it's good because this helps to solve a case, but sometimes it's not, I guess, because the names on these papers, which were handed to me, were from people from the government again, and it was really, really scary also. And the way things are going in my life right now, I really don't like it. I'm very disappointed in this country for not doing a good job in protecting people. And that's why we witness what we are witnessing. Things are not moving into the right direction. They're going down, down, down. And honestly, I don't, walk, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't like what I see. So anyway, let's not uh, um, talk about and stay away from the topic that I'm going to cover today. It's missing and murdered indigenous, indigenous women, the colonizing nature of law. The article is from October 13, 2021. Eva was only 15 years old when she went missing in Albuquerque, New Mexico. However, her story started years prior to her disappearance. In December 2015, when Eva was just 13 years old, Eva received a Facebook message from a young man who claimed to know her from school. Soon after, they began to meet in person while the young man called. Dee began to groom Eva. He took advantage of Eva's vulnerabilities and eventually gave her trust. After gaining her trust, Dee took exploitive videos and photos of Eva and treated her with them. By 2016, at 14 years old, Eva was being sex trafficked to other men by the Indigenous people make up only 1.1% of the United States population. Yet they account for nearly 25% of the human trafficking victims. Further indigenous women and girls at least recognized and protected population. Sex trafficking is defined as exploitation of a person for labor, service, or commercial sex through threat of use of force and or fraud. In the United States, marginalized communities, primarily people of color, are victimized at high rate. According to FBI, 40% of victims of sex trafficking are native. 
yet Native women represent 10% or less of the general population. Racism and historical mistreatment of marginalized communities leave minority and low-income youth vulnerable to sex trafficking. Indigenous people face unique relationship with sexual exploitation. Sex trafficking of contemporary indigenous women is almost indistinguishable from the colonial tactics of enslavement, exploitation, exploration, and relocation. The history of sex trafficking and its relationship with indigenous people. Human trafficking has been identified as a major criminal justice problem in the United States. Most of the attention surrounding this crisis has focused on international trafficking. However, domestic sex trafficking is prevalent. Systematic inequality and lack of resources have bred an environment that creates physical as well as psychological vulnerabilities. Indigenous communities face high rates of chemical dependency, abuse, and involvement in foster care systems, which are all factors that exacerbate vulnerability to predators. Policymakers constantly ignore the connection between this vulnerability, race, and other root factors that push minority and low-income people into commercial sex trade. The intersectionality of oppression includes the continued existence of policy in a post-racial society. In America, anti-trafficking movements have historically denied protection to people of color by creating laws that in practice target racial minorities. In the formation of America, the prostituted underclass was formed through the historical sexual colonization of indigenous Asian and Latino people. Native people endured systematic sexual exploitation at the hands of American soldiers to assimilate tribes into American society. The United States government sanctioned non-natives like American soldiers used tactics that include abuse and prostitution. Further, the government forcibly removed native children from their families and lent placing them in boarding schools designed to indoctrinate children into American culture. It was common at this government sanctioned school for native children to be sexually abused to control students and strip them of their native heritage. During this assimilation era, the United States adopted policies that normalized sexual abuse of native women and girls under the law and subjected those who resisted colonization to rape, physical abuse and racist verbal abuse from colonists. The the imposition of assimilation policies heavily impacted Native communities, fundamentally disrupting family, kinship, and community structures and governance, ultimately creating a cycle of trauma within Native communities. Little has changed within the law to protect Indigenous women. Laws violently condoning abuse have been undone in what has been deemed a success in post-racial activism. However, the long-lasting impact from forced assimilation depicts in current federal laws like the Major Crimes Act, subordinate indigenous people and have directly led to the missing and murdered indigenous women. Tribal agencies are un- understaffed, underfunded, and undertrained to respond to sex trafficking. Jurisdictional constraints and lack of agency communication allows to the Continued abuse and trafficking of people. 
the vast majority of the Congress and Supreme Court decisions have made it virtually impossible for tribal authorities to prosecute non-native major crime offenders. Advocates have pressed to more comprehensive legislation to protect indigenous women through the Violence Against Women Act, first passed in 1994. VAYA, which stands for Violence Against Women Act, was first created to protect victims of domestic abuse. In its original formation, Violence Against Women, Women Act helped reduce the rate of intimate partner violence against female by 53%. However, the act failed to recognize the multi-faced oppression faced by women of color, specifically the unique circumstances surrounding the exploitation of indigenous women. The law has strategically poisoned representation in a way that intentionally facilitate marginalized, marginalized status and colonial power relations. The potential for justice is therefore limited due to colonizing nature of law. In 2013, Violence Against Women Act saw tribal criminal jurisdiction over non-natives but only for the crimes of domestic violence, dating violence, or criminal violation of protection order and only in the individual's tribal nation complies with various federal requirements. However, in 2018, the Violence Against Women Act expired. Its expiration temporarily removed the authority of tribes to prosecute domestic violence, dating violence, or criminal violation of protection order. Violence Against Women Act has been stored in Congress until this year. Now, 2021-22 Violence Against Women Bill has passed in the House that focuses on violence against indigenous women, a risk factor they create additional vulnerabilities to tribal members. And since we are out of time, I'm going to pass link to this article so you'll be able to read it yourself the rest of it. And I can tell you that we are all benefiting if we stop this because uh, injustice somewhere means injustice everywhere. I don't have to repeat this for you. And we are women. It doesn't matter in which corner of the world we live in. We have to support each other, protect each other. We have to stand to each other. And we have to do everything in our power so we can get rid of all of this injustice because gender shouldn't be a green light for violence. And I feel that things have gone far, so far, and now is the time to do it when we live in these turbulent times and we are living in uncertainty and we don't know what is going um, tomorrow to bring to us. And honestly, I'm coolest why people continue to do the same thing and see the same results and even things becoming worse. And um, I don't know how long this is going to continue, honestly. And when people exactly are going to wake up and do something about it. And I don't think that your uh, actions don't matter because they do. And do something about it. Just do something about it. Get involved. Learn about this topic and do your part. 
HR difference is going to happen. It's not a magic one that is going to trigger all these things. And on the top of that, we are dealing with poverty. We are dealing with people who have this feeling of entitlement and they feel that they are the only one who are entitled to live and enjoy life. The others have to serve them. That's what I'm actually observing, which is really disturbing and we all know it's wrong. So anyway, do your part. If you see something that is out of ordinary, report it right away. Stay safe and work on yourself because things are very alarming and we need to start doing something as soon as possible before things become even worse. So I love you. I wish you an amazing weekend. You can find me on my website, dianabellaraz.com. Let me know if I can help you do something for you. All my services for women of domestic violence are free. If you're dealing with um, some kind of anxiety, trauma, anything, you can reach to me. I have helped a lot of people, and I'm absolutely sure I can help you too. Take care for yourself, and I love you from all my heart. And so sending you blessings and love. And please subscribe, share all of my podcasts I'm making, I'm doing this for you. I love you and I wish you again amazing weekend. Until next Friday.